This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We'll make fun of the Clippers all you want. It's just fine. Welcome to Beck UL Daily, presented by Ben MGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the Beck UL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash Beck UL on YouTube and follow us on X at Beck UL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Kelly Ford of thelines.com will share his analysis for a couple of massive college football games, including notably Michigan versus Penn State. And then at 11.20 Eastern time, Jason Logan has his NFL trends we should keep in mind when placing our Week 10 NFL bets, and that's where we will begin on this Thursday. What a massive line between the Cowboys and the Giants as Dallas They are 16 and a half point favorites against the G-Men. And there are lots of reasons for this massive spread, Joe. Is this something where, okay, yes, I know a lot of people are going to disparage the Giants, you know, major media market, all that stuff. But is it possible that the G-Men could actually cover this big spread? Is there any possibility that the Giants can somehow pull off the upset here? Uh, two very different questions. Any possibility they can cover the spread? Of course there is. You can say that about any team, any game ever in the NFL. Yes, there's a chance they can cover the spread. Are they going to win this game? No. Uh, typically when I see numbers like this that are way beyond double digits, and I don't even know that 16 and a half, that 17 is enough for this specific matchup. I typically Mm. write them off. I am not interested in any sense when it comes to betting ATS. I'm not interested in taking the the gross dog. I'm not interested in taking the heavy, heavy favorite. However, in this instance, I am, guys. I mean, what we've seen, when we get word that Tommy DeVito is starting again, they're doing it again, I thought they were going to make some sort of a change just for change sake, just because it's not DeVito, but they're not doing that. They won't be able to do anything offensively. What is the number that they have to get to to cover? Let's say it closes 17. Let's say that's the number. What do you have to get to? Like, is it home at 24? Is that it? Yeah. Fluky <laughs> things happen. Uh, for this Dallas offense, the way they're rolling and <clears throat> against the Giants, uh, yeah, the Giants defense has been better, but okay, they, they could only go up. I mean, it does, yeah. They. Sh- I, I like the Cowboys. It's weird to say. Yeah, I thought about it because the total's 38 and a half. The Cowboys might score all <laughs> 39 points in this one i wouldn't be surprised if they do i just don't see any way this giants team can win or cover here only if dallas completely doesn't show up right like something insane has to happen for the giants to cover and win here i mean they should have their way with tommy devito i i mean i like the under probably unless dallas does you know, shut them out 40 to nothing. I just don't see how this is going over. Yeah. 
you you know how it is, Aaron, and we see this time and time again with the Cowboys, where I suspect that midway through the third quarter, all the Cowboys fans are going to get on X or Instagram and be like, why is Dak Prescott still in the game? Why is CeeDee Lamb still in the game? Why is Micah Parsons still in the game? We're going to hear this in the third, fourth quarter, minus 10,000 this happens, and it's going to be obnoxious. But that's just the way it is. The Cowboys keep their stars out there because that's what uh, the good folks paid for. There have been instances where dogs of 17 points or more have won games outright. 2018, the Bills knocked off the unbeaten Vikings as 17-point underdogs. 1995, the Cowboys lost at home to Washington as 17.5-point favorites. So certainly this is possible. Uh, but if Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback, we know how the story ends here. It's just a matter of will the Cowboys cover the number. And at this point, I think the answer is yes. The bigger thing, though, aside from just this one game and this one side that I think we need to talk about is this notion of why offenses are so bad in the NFL and why there are so many unknown quarterbacks who are getting starts on this week 10. The Athletic Mm -hmm. pointed out that we've got so many young quarterbacks, it's almost unprecedented. 10 rookie quarterbacks have started a game this year, the most in a season since 1950. 46 quarterbacks have started a game this year, 14 of whom didn't start the season as their team's starters. So a lack of consistency matters. And then this year's week one starters were the youngest in league history since 1957. The veterans are being aged out. New ones are coming in. Maybe they're not playing well enough. Maybe they're getting hurt. But all of a sudden, we're getting all of these random unknowns, and it's causing a bad product to occur on the field, Joe. Yeah, I mean, the the reasoning is across the board. Sometimes it's injury. Sometimes it's just god-awful play. You know, there are young quarterbacks that they want out there that just aren't staying healthy. And when you have guys that are there, 16, when you look down the season stats in their career, and it's... You know, how ironic that Kirk Cousins is out after the big yeah. numbers that he put put up because every year he was 16 games, 16 games, 16 games. And that's how it is until, until you aren't. Like early in Stafford's career, here's a guy that, oh, he's injury prone. But then he goes a long, long stretch without getting hurt. And now we're at the tail end and he's getting hurt again and again and again. I, You know, the biggest positive for golf is probably his availability. His availability there every Sunday. Like when you get something like that, when you get an Eli Manning that's there every game, like that, that is huge. And and that that's a big deal when it comes to your team winning. Yeah, it, I sorry, I missed it. Are you guys talking about the Texans and all of the injuries? I I missed it. I don't know. I hear a lot of beeping. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Anybody know where that's coming from? Like, I don't know what's gonna... Yeah, I had no, no idea, idea. Which, which house it's coming from. I don't think it's mine. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, we're all gonna disperse during the break, figure out what's going on here. Uh, yeah, but that's just it, though. I mean, you're right. Like, th- this this has led to a to a bad on field product, and, and something certainly has to change here. What whatever is the case, uh, who knows? Uh, but I, I think also too, I know a lot of sharps who like to fade rookie quarterbacks. Sometimes that's just the overall strategy. And it's hard when now they're going up against each other, uh, often in primetime situations or uh, in high leverage spots. And so you got to you know, be a little bit more creative as far as how, how to attack that. But definitely this is a big deal where 
it's been a challenge, uh, you know, trying to find consistent quarterback play and how this gets fixed. Certainly, this is the confluence of, of a lot of different factors. Uh, offensive line play is also a really big deal. Uh, something we talked about during the preseason where there just aren't enough good offensive linemen to go around and the lack of protection uh, is certainly causing some problems. But but overall, we look at this and say, what are we to do about it? Like, what are the possible solutions? And it's not just the NFL's responsibility. In some sense, it's college coaches. It's everyone on the lower levels to make sure that once a quarterback uh, rises up the ranks, that they are at least somewhat prepared for facing an NFL defense. Yeah. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers, that was a fluky injury to start the season. Jimmy Garoppolo stunk. Uh, Fields, it was a thumb injury. He's almost back. He's probably going to be back next week. Tannehill at this stage in his career, it was an injury. Um, what, what else we got? Watson, that was an injury. I don't know that you can prepare for this. It's just, it's football. Mm-hmm. And, the, the league is trying to do all they can. They're making it – it's just at a ridiculous level, the way that they're calling some of the roughing calls, which aren't roughing in any sense. But, uh, yeah, I mean, two, two Giants injuries. You can't prepare for that. What do you do? Go down to QB3 in any team. It's going to be a disaster. They're probably going to be a 17-point underdog at the Cowboys this weekend. You know, no matter, no matter which mm-hmm. team it is when you get down that far. The, the Cousins injury. This year it's been about injuries and – you go yeah. to any era, I don't care, you know, a few years ago when these totals are in the in the 50s on a regular basis, you go to any era, when you go to QB2, QB3, it's going to be bad. There aren't 32 quarterbacks in the world, not 32 quality quarterbacks. So there certainly aren't 50, and, and look how many have played this year. Mm-hmm. Especially in an era where the defenses are naturally having an up year to begin with. Like, yeah. even if all of the starters were, were available and healthy, they would still have problems because defenses are naturally improving. And you look at the drafts over the last couple of years, you know, they've been defense heavy. So that's also mm-hmm. been a factor. And now you're throwing in all these young guys having to face sophisticated defenses who are taking away deep balls, all of that stuff. Like, it is a recipe for disaster. And that's why we have the situation we are in right now. And speaking of, uh, when we're talking about the lack of uh, quality quarterback play, uh, it looks like that we aren't going to see Justin Fields tonight for the Chicago Bears. But Matt Eberflus couldn't keep his own story straight. So, of course, we will discuss this at 920 and figure out what in the (laughs) world we're supposed to do with Thursday night football. In the meantime, let's talk a little NBA here. The dogs are barking. They lead 9-4-1 9-4-1 and one against the spread last night. The Nuggets beat the Warriors 108-105. to 105, uh, Two teams that could very well meet up in the Western Conference Finals. Klay Thompson doesn't get a tying three-pointer off in time. Jamal Murray likely out for the rest of the month. Uh, but boy, they are running it back in Denver, Joe. Yeah, yeah, they are. There, there, there's a lot of notable things that we had from last night. I know a lot of people are paying attention to the 76ers and the Celtics, a couple of teams right there at the very top. The Sixers team, they've kind of been ignored. And what happens? Uh, they win as a, as a short underdog uh, last night. So that was pretty interesting. Um, it took over. We, we were talking about the idea that, well, man, I don't care what the injuries are. Should should the Suns be underdogs at the Bulls? That one goes to <laughs> overtime last night. 
And if you played the total, it goes over because of overtime. Like how many times have Thanks, you lost one of, one of those? But yeah. Thanks, were Joe. You... Oh, you were on that. I forgot about that. Sorry, man. Yeah, it was one of my lightning bets, taking the under. I, I looked great for a lot of the second half. And then, of course, uh, yeah, DeMar DeRozan, I mean... what he did. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, I mean, yeah. look, the, the Bulls made 42% of their threes and they still end up losing yeah. the game. And the under was looking like it was going to cash. I mean that they're trying to get them to take more threes, take more threes. If they take more threes, they probably win that game last night. I was totally wrong about the Celtics too. They end up losing Sixers win. I, yeah. my handicapping was off there. And then Jamal Murray, we find out he's going to be out about a month. So the Jokic is out here one for eight from three. He's taking a bunch of threes. He's not passing the ball. So the triple double doesn't hit either rough night for me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> yeah, rough, rough night in general, right? Uh, yeah. Interesting, though, uh, 76ers hang on to beat the Celtics, uh, 106-103. Philly tried to blow a double-digit lead at the end of that ball game. I, you know, it's fascinating when we look at the Cs. Uh, certainly uh, the favorite, you know, that in Milwaukee, I mean, certainly maybe co-favorites uh, at this point, and we're sort of mentally thinking about how the Eastern Conference will play out. But the 76ers are off to a strong start here. And I wonder how much of that is just the coaching change, maybe getting rid of the headaches, and maybe the offense flowing a little bit more cleanly to where you're not having to play as much iso ball as perhaps you did a season ago. Yeah, uh, that that's going to be interesting. What happens to the futures market there? I mean, it's early November. At what point do you, do you start to adjust? Do we want to put them in the top three of the Eastern Conference. Because uh, for obvious reason, there's so much steam. Uh, the top two favorites are above them, obviously, with the Celtics and the Bucks, And then you get to the Western Conference team, Nuggets, Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers. Before we get to the Sixers, there's still a 23 out there. And, you know, those markets are moving. There, there's one book that decided to move the Sixers all the way down to 17 after their start. And the majority are in that 22, 23 range. That's where BetMGM is hanging. I think the majority are going to end up moving sub 20 soon. Yeah, I was thinking this morning, the Sixers probably are for real, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, what does this say about Doc Rivers? Uh, and and sort of the overall <laughs> coaching acumen uh, where <laughs> we knew that we knew that <laughs> yeah, right that's eloquent right yeah but as eloquent as you can put it there but, but that's the thing though is that like you you put in say a top five top ten coach who can at least handle that kind of personnel who can you know sort of put Joel Embiid uh, in an even better spot than he was already in and you go wow suddenly like they've got some pieces there like suddenly like the offensive playmakers the ancillary guys like they're legit and other folks are not prepared for this and so part of this may be the league just hasn't caught up to the new 76ers but part of it may just be they're playing smarter basketball in general yep yep get james harden the hell up out of here 
<laughs> so I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they're saying that that's a big deal over over in Philly. But yeah, yeah, no, certainly a, a fantastic start for them, and I, I would put them pretty much, much closer than what the market is saying at the moment with the top two in the East. Absolutely. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Thursday night football. Panthers at Bears. We will be waiting for this all day long right here on the BetQL Network.